Welcome to Watch Our Crap Ins, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker. Joining me today is the one, the only, my work husband, the man who I spend all week with, Mr. Ronnie Karam. How are you? Hi, Ben. (laughs) How's your day going so far? Good. It's been a day. You know, the sun came up and you just keep on trucking. No matter what happens, get in that truck, turn the key. And you sing some Carrie Underwood, and you just keep trucking. No, everything's good. <laughs> Nothing's wrong. I honestly, I um, took an aspirin because uh, there was a lot of screaming, okay? Before this, I was watching Real Housewives of New Jersey. Yep. It's a lot of ladies screaming, fuck you, at each other. And then I went to lunch with my sister, and she's like, it's so loud. Can we move outside? Which, you know, I mean, anybody who knows me knows outside is not my place. Outside was not built for me. So you I'll don't like that. eating outdoors? You don't like eating alfresco? No, I don't like anything outside. Outside's disgusting. It's a horrible place to be. So I went outside with her, and guess who sat next to us? A table of ladies who lunch. It was like a 10-lady oh. birthday party. Wow. That's so it was annoying. another hour of ladies screaming. Because ladies yeah. who lunch for a birthday party can't just pick, oh my God, happy birthday, Luann. Happy birthday. It's like, oh my God, it's your birthday. Like, we know, okay? We know. Dude, get your fucking iced tea filled and shut up. Oh, I'm so sorry you had to go through that. I... It was fun, actually. I listened to every bit of it. You know I did. I was like, bye, ladies. I bitch <laughs> I about it. but I... <laughs> You're right. Like, I, I, I'm like thinking about it now. I'm like, wait a second. Ronnie was probably doing a whole bit for them. He, like, he probably became <laughs> friends know. with half of them. I just described my personal heaven in a way. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just been a lot of ladies yelling today. But, you know, hey, it got me ready to, to come talk about ladies yelling. Yeah, well, um, I have not had ladies yelling in my life today, except for watching Jersey, which we're about to recap. But I'll tell you one thing. I'm riding a high, a very specific high. It's called a waffle high, as in I had a Belgian waffle for breakfast. And I'm riding that waffle high all through this recap today, Ronnie. I am excited. I'll tell you that much. Like, there really is something special about starting a day with a waffle, I have to say. I don't get to do it often, but it's happening today. Um, Also, before we start the recap... Just a uh, reminder that we have lots of amazing Crappens merch available. Just go to crappensmerch.com. It's really cute stuff. I'm actually wearing some of our old merch that we are no longer making anymore. But that's a a reminder that our merch comes and it goes. So uh, if you like a design, get it before it's gone. I'm wearing the the Warhol, Andy Warhol, uh, Countess Luann thing. Maybe in honor of the Andy Warhol painting that soul Warhol Andy Warhol, Warhol. Not Warhol. Warhol. I mean I you make it you sound like a porn movie Warhol. Andy Warhol yeah uh, you know what's funny this is a little aside that I was uh I was like you know what I'm gonna try to be smart this week I'm gonna watch the BBC news so I turned it on and they're like this week Andy Warhol's <laughs> Andy Warhol's Mary Monroe sold making it the most expensive piece of American art ever sold at auction. And I was like, they had to oh, throw in American art. <laughs> like, yeah. that adorable little new country's art. <laughs> well yes. done. 
Well done, Marilyn. I went to a thrift store this weekend. I went to a couple because it was Mother's Day, so I went shopping with my mom to all, not thrift stores, like consignment stores and stuff like that. Fancy thrift stores. Okay. That's what fancy people call thrift stores. And um, there were like Marilyn Monroe and Audrey Hepburn paintings in all these stores. And I was like, did all the gay people, were all the gay people just murdered in Texas? Like, what queens left these behind? Because you know that there are queens who were just like, I've had it. And they left their Maryland behind. And mm-hmm. someone's like left to consign it. Yeah. You know? They left well. Marilyn and Audrey consigned. And they even put them right next to each other <laughs> in one of the stores. Like, here's the gay section. Okay, sir, that's all for you. The rest is iron couches. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, we are no longer doing Audrey Hepburn and Marilyn Monroe's. <laughs> We've moved on to Olivia Rodrigo as our... I'm sorry. I'm too old for that. (laughs) I'm too old for that flavor of gay. Okay. Okay. Even Lady Gaga. I'm like, okay, children. (laughs) One last aside. Uh, Dom was watching some sort of video that was like behind the scenes of the Met Gala. And they were talking like these people. It was like Olivia Rodrigo in Glam. And she's like, I have synesthesia. I think it's synesthesia. She's like, yeah, I see things in color. So like (laughs) the ball, the Met ball, it was like. Very purple for me. I was like, okay, all right, enough, enough. Olivia. So this, I see things in color. Wow, congratulations! You're like <laughs> or, a newer kind or of a feels TV. Things, you know. <laughs> I feel things in color. <laughs> okay, it was. okay. But she was like, yeah. clearly had just learned about this concept, and then was like, I'm annoyed with you, lady. What color is that? What color is my annoyance? <laughs> color my annoyance, please. <laughs> okay, okay well, here like we are with up. the Real Housewives of New Jersey. <laughs> Yeah, we are revved up and ready to go. Um, so we start with Joe Gorga storming off the stage, being like, you know what? I quit. I don't need to do this anymore. I don't want to do this. Okay? I quit. I quit. Goodbye. So he walks off the yeah. stage. I'm out of here. I don't need to be called no pussy bitch. All right? That's gay. That's gay right there. All right? <laughs> And Melissa's like, you know, you're so quick to put to put him down, Teresa. She goes, I'm not putting him down. I'm not putting him down. I love to. I mean, Teresa's really remarkable. Just her stupidity. Um, she calls her brother a bitch boy and goes, I'm not putting him down. Was that empowerment? Was that something? Was that uh, was, did you did you write that to him when he graduated high school? I mean, what the hell? You know what? And then uh, Joe's going off to the guys now who are standing there in their, like, ill-fitting suits that they have to wear, like, twice a year, you know? And uh, he's like, you know what? My sister is not a sister. Okay, listen. You can tell yourself the same thing you told yourself every time you made out in junior (laughs) high. Okay? Your sister is your sister, okay? And if she's being terrible to you, that's called having a family. So, buck up, buddy. And so he's like, that's terrible. And Lou, Louie's like... Your sister? What's going on? What's going on with your sister, huh? <laughs> and then Joe's like, you know what? If you listen to this, she wouldn't say that, huh? And if I, you know what? I quit. Fuck this. I quit. I quit this show right now. I quit. So and then- Louis's like, uh, we can't hear anything back here, all right? It's like no ears, one mouth. All right, that's what it's like back here. And Joe's like, one mouth is all you really need. Am I right? There he is. There he is. <laughs> Frank is just like running into the vending machine. Delaw, where are you? I can't find you. I can't find you. Someone point me towards Delaw, huh? <clears throat> and so back on the stage, Teresa's like, I didn't even mean to put him down. And Andy's like, but you did just put him down. You're demeaning him by saying, what are you even doing here? And Teresa does this thing with her mouth. 
And let me clear all the spit that's been building up. Hold on. Mm, swallow. Um, <laughs> she does this thing where she just opens her mouth and then it looks like a gift that you didn't time properly because it just keeps, <laughs> it doesn't close all the way. It just keeps reopening. Okay. Like this. <laughs> like the loop is a little too short. Like it's pulsing. <laughs> yeah. Like her jaw just starts like pulsing open and close and it cracks me up. Cause she does that. It's like her mouth blink. Like when she's blinking too much to even keep blinking so hard that like she's so incredulous that her mouth starts like, by the way, this is a good time to mention that this is a Crappens on Demand recap. So if you want to see Ronnie reenacting Teresa's gift face, uh, go to patreon.com slash watch for Crappens. This is my failure for not mentioning at the top of the episode. Uh, so uh, Andy is like, please go talk to him, Teresa. She's like, you know why? I ain't putting him down. He's my baby brother, all right? Like, he's used to me kissing his ass, and now he's upset that I ain't kissing his ass, all right? And Andy's like, then go kiss his ass, okay? Yeah. I have children. Please go kiss his ass some more. So then uh, Joe Benino, he comes in and finds Joe Gorga. He's like, hey, hey, Joey, what happened? And Gorga's like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with this nonsense. My sister keeps saying you're getting involved with with the women. I don't get involved with the women. I don't want to get involved with anyone. I quit. I quit. I'm in a point to a phrase. If this were Instagram, I have a phrase above my head that says, when it's time to quit, you quit. Because that's when you know it's got to leave. Because that's what a man does. And I love mm-hmm. Taylor Ham. You know what I say to all those kitties? I ain't gonna hang in there, you fucking cat. Alright? Use both your paws. You're gonna fall off that fucking pole you're hanging off of on that poster. Alright? <laughs> uh, and Marge back on stage is like, you can't call husband's Bitch boys, okay? It's inappropriate. It's what it is. It's inappropriate. And Jen's like, Listen, if you go on this show just like my husband did, you're gonna have to deal with the rat. <laughs> yeah. Margaret's like, You know what? This is gonna get a cilantro tooth reaction for me. So then Teresa's like, Joe, Joe, are you serious? I guess just, you know what, Tree? I quit. Okay, I don't want to be on the show. You think I give a shit about the show? The only thing that's brought me success and attention over the past 11 years and fueled my Instagram followers and the reason why I can do stand-up in Atlantic City? You think I care about that? No. (laughs) And she's like, nah, because she goes, yeah, you know what, Louie? You shouldn't go out there either because you know what? You say one thing to defend my sister or your wife, you know what? They're going to call you a bitch. All right, and she's like, uh uh-uh, uh, Joe, I ain't the same because, like, he gotta go out there and defend himself from this fucker, Joe Bonino, and his fucking wife talking about my boyfriend all season long. All right, bling, 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 bling. <laughs> and Joe's like, yeah, so why is he doing it for you, right? So then he's a bitch. Do you understand the bitch logic of the bitch reunion? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And then back on stage, Melissa's like, yeah, I mean, she says bitch, but then Louie's going over there and fighting with Margaret. What's that? And Margaret's like, yeah, he says to me, you don't intimidate me on your best day. What is that exactly? And so then back to Joe and Tree. He's like, "Uh, Louie, you know, don't defend my sister or your wife because you're a bitch. All right. Just sit, just frig, just sit the frig right there which i like that joe's yeah. like curbing the cursing just for that one sentence uh, to one Louis. moment one moment <laughs> sit the freak right there okay so Teresa's like oh well he mad that i am the phantom because the whole bitch boy thing which is like i love that Teresa's acting like it's a crazy thing like oh someone's mad that that, that i didn't defend them it's like Teresa, your entire existence on the show is you getting mad at people not defending you starting with melissa so then louis is like uh, well he's the only one dealing with the housewife drama uh. 
So then Teresa's like, that's what I'm saying. I don't want him to do that. I don't want to do it. By the way, Joe at this point has now gone to the bathroom. So we hear him yell out from the bathroom, hey, you have a sister on the show and a wife. Excuse me. And just missed the toilet bowl. Sorry about that. (laughs) There he goes. So then uh, back on stage, Jackie's like, Jen, can I just say, you you know, you have these soft moments with Teresa, but I wanted a friendship with you. Margaret wanted a friendship with you. We're trying to have a friendship with you, Jennifer, and I just don't want this anymore. Can you just stop acting like this? And Andy's just, like, completely over it. He's just <laughs> lying down on the chair, texting, you know, like, finger in his, his tongue ear. sticking out of his mouth. Yeah, A like, literal finger in his ear, just, like, scratching his ears, like, well, Jackie's <laughs> speaking right now, so I don't really care about this part. So she's like, I just want us to move forward. And then he goes, wow. <laughs> and you think like he's actually saying wow to what Jackie's saying, but it turns out he just heard Teresa yelling. He's like, oh, okay, I'm going to go check out on Teresa. I just like, like Jennifer, uh, Jackie's like trying to have a bonding moment with Jennifer and Andy just does not give a shit. If it's not Teresa, he doesn't care. Yeah. So then back with Teresa, she's like, but he is kind of a bitch, right? Because like he doesn't like he said like he gets involved too much, right? But like you know what? I wish he was more of a bitch, Joe. All right. I want you to tell Margaret to shut the fuck up, okay? Then I won't call you so much a bitch boy, okay? Because let fucking let Margaret and Joe Bonino, you know what? Let them talk about Louis. You should slap him upside the head. That's what you should do. So he's not a bitch boy if he jumps into the mess. And goes after Margaret, but he is a bitch boy if he defends himself against Jennifer. That's Teresa's logic. He's not. A, he's only called a bitch boy if he's being a bitch boy to somebody that you don't like, or yeah, you know, like if you're doing what she says, then it's okay. It's usual, yeah. you know. So Andy comes back and he's like, "What's going on?" And Joe's like, "What's going on? I quit. That's what's going on." They're like doing makeup on his face. It's like mm-hmm. getting a manicure. He's like, la, 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 la. I quit. That's what I said. All right. Yeah. I don't want to be called a pussy, you bitch. You out here with the ladies, you know. And Andy goes, can I, Teresa, Teresa, can I just tell you, we want him here. Okay. Have you ever seen his pecs? All right. This is the one time a year I just get to gaze at him. All right. You all have been living your lives on television, this family for years, and we've come so close, just totally obliterating all your Family bonds, just let us do the final deed, please, Teresa. So back on stage, Jennifer's like, well, you know what? Like, Teresa isn't that way when we go out. It's just like she's like that in this group because she doesn't want stuff to be brought on the show. And that's that. And Margaret's like, but you know what? It was already on the show. It was in the forefront. All right? It was all over the internet. What are you going to do? What did I invent the internet? And Jen's like, uh, you're absolutely right, Margaret. Which she would never say with Teresa sitting there. So Melissa's like, you know what? They're having a whole scene back there without me. And I got to go there and make sure I can get my two words in. Okay? So she gets up and goes to the backstage. She's like, wait a minute. People are saying family over and over without me getting to say family and over. Hold on. I'll be right back. (laughs) Family, family. You don't support family. Family, family. All right, girls. I'm back. So then backstage, Andy's like, well, Teresa, for you to say to him that he's in the women's business, she goes, well, I wish he would tell Margaret to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And Joe's like, I don't tell Margaret to shut the fuck up. And you know why? Because Louie 
What have I told you? I want you to talk. Are you hiding anything? No. All right. So then the first day, that met him. You know what he says? He talk about his camp, okay? And I think, okay, Teresa, I know. And that's a triggering word for you, camp. But he has his own different camp. It's a safe camp, okay? Are you embarrassed about that, Louis? Uh, no. No. So talk about it. Huh? I know Teresa's being so light on Louie because they've both been to camp. You know, yeah. she's just too stupid to differentiate them. Uh, so Andy's like, you know, but here's the thing. Like, if Louie came on the show, like, this stuff is on the internet. So I would be asking him the same questions that Margaret's asking him. And Teresa's like, ah, yeah, but my Margaret is supposed to be my friend. You get it? So, like, friends don't do that. You know what friends do? They tell other the friends to go pull that friend's hair because they secretly hate that bitch and want her off the show. All right. Yeah, exactly. So now Melissa shows up. She's like, guys, what's going on? Like, if listen, if he if Joe doesn't want to do it, he doesn't want to do it. Don't let it piss you off with these little things she says. Come on, let's go, everyone. Family, family, family. Bye. Yeah. So Teresa's like, but I would never put you down, Joe. And he's and even though he's he goes, already you put him did. down several times. You did twice. Tonight. And she's like, "Uh uh-uh, no, I didn't. (laughs) And he's like, listen, he's telling you how he feels. Just listen. And Teresa goes, all right, tell me which part. (laughs) He's like, hey, for 11 years, I've been trying to talk to you. And I want to have a relationship with you, okay? And I love you. But you say some nasty things tonight, and we're not even hooking up no more. What's even the point of that, huh? All right, I'm sorry. And she gives him a little hug. The end. And Andy's like, <laughs> okay, come back. We're not done with this show yet. And Joe's like, all right, I just don't want to argue no more, all right? I'm having a Tina Turner moment back here. I don't want to fight no more. Hey, Andy, my hand just touched my dick. You want to shake it? Come on. There he is. <laughs> so then, meanwhile, um, so then we go to commercial break. And when we come back, there's like that in the break hijinks. So Dolores is FaceTiming her new boyfriend, Polly. And he's like shirtless in the FaceTime. And she's like, hey, Polly, guess who wants to say hello? It's Andy Cohen. So Andy sees him and is like, whoa, hey there. You got no shirt on. What are you doing, dude? He's like, I'm naked. He's like, oh. And Andy like rips the phone away. And he's like in love with Polly now. Just knowing that Polly like FaceTimed him naked to the reunion. He's like, hey, let's go. Polly. Polly's Irish naked, which is even hotter. Yeah. Um, so he's hot and boring, like has nothing to say, which is like so beautiful for Dolores. So then uh, Andy's like, welcome back. Later, Joe Gorga and the rest of the bitch boys will join us. But first, I want to <laughs> talk about Dolores. From searching for the perfect man to having the perfect house, will anything in her life ever have railings? Do you have railings? <laughs> That's all really anybody wants to know, Dolores. So he asks about uh, her mom, and she's doing, you know, the mom's doing well. And then Andy asks about, like, he's like, so where does Frank live these days? Is a chinchilla still throwing its pee at his face? She goes, no. You want to know where Frank is living? With David. Yes, it's true. With David. Everyone's like, what? What the hell, Dolores? I love that Dolores is always starting an answer with a question. She's like a weird version of self-jeopardying herself. You want to know what Frank is living? With David. And okay. David's always the answer, by the way. <laughs> yes. But the house you built with David, David and Frank are now living there as lovers. Does Frank have an income? Does he? Come on. And she's like, yes, but you know what? He's building a house. To rent. He's in between stuff right now. You know, he's in between these. 
All right, <laughs> we've got to, we've got to let his knees heal up before he goes into more debt. <laughs> In between knees, so Dolores is like, you know what? And he's like, well, are where are you living? In the townhouse or the regular house? Because let me get this. You want to hear about this? I got a call one day saying they sold my townhouse, so now I'm living in my house. And you know who? You know who bought my townhouse? David. Yeah. <laughs> David bought my townhouse. You know what he's going to turn it into? A store. You know what the store's going to sell? Cookies. <laughs> Actually, it turns out it was going to be cookies, and then he got into uh, dresses, and you know what's called? David's bridal. Can't escape him everywhere. <laughs> Here comes one right now. So you've been with Polly. He starts asking her questions about Polly. And then we get into the who is better friends with Dolores fight via Polly. Okay. <laughs> so he's like, so who's met Polly? And Marge goes, I, I've met Polly. I love Polly. And Teresa's like, yeah, no, I think he's great. Was well, he different from David? Uh, I never hung out with David. Oh, you know what? I've hung out with David. I've hung out with both of them, actually. You know, he's, uh, uh, if I had to compare them, I would say that he's definitely more boisterous with David, you know? And I've known them both because I've seen them both. And Teresa's like, ah. She's like, you know what? She, you know what? You know what? He's more demonstrative than David. What? He's a demon? That's not nice to say she's not a real friend. She's talking shit already about Paulie, huh? <laughs> And how does he feel about the unusual relationship with the ex? And Dolores is like, well, you know, he's fine. How does he feel about it? He's fine with it because, you know, he's very close with his ex, too. So. And he goes, have you met it? Have you met his ex? She goes, lovely, lovely, <laughs> lovely, 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 <laughs> lovely woman. She parks um, her scooter in the living room. So she and David have a lot in common. Well, the rumor is, is that David is dating one of Louis' exes. And, Tre- and Dolores goes, it's true. And Teresa goes, uh-uh, because it's not really one of his exes. It's like someone he was seeing a couple of months before, for a couple of months, like, before me. So one of his exes. Yeah. Fuck. Like, what, what are we, reinventing the language for you now? Okay, you barely know this one. You don't need a third on your plate. Yeah, and Dolores goes... Well, I mean, they were together for two months, and then the day that he met you, Teresa, he never called her again. So there he goes. And so Andy's like, okay, so he ghosted a woman for you, and now she's with David. That is wild. Uh, So many people in New Jersey. I don't know why you guys keep circling your drains. Wow. Yeah. So Candy from my belly button says, what did you learn from your experience with that aging vampire david dolores and she's like listen i learned a lot it was five years you know i mean it's almost as many years as Teresa took to finish the eighth grade so it was quite a bit of an education Andy. (laughs) and then we get a montage of everyone basically coming down on dolores about david etc and dolores goes you know what once i care about someone it takes a lot for me to walk away from someone but once i walk away I'm done done. until I walk back into the kitchen and then into the living room and then back in the kitchen and pick up some dried spaghetti that Frankie spilled everywhere. But then I'm done for the afternoon that I'm back. I walk to the shelter, to the living room with the shelter dog, back to another shelter to get rid of that dog, to the original shelter to get a different dog. That's how I go, Andy. So does Paulie spend a lot more time with you than David? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we see each other at least once a month. I mean, it's just so much more than before. 
<laughs> what does Polly think about the cameras? All you have to do is look at her Instagram to see how Polly feels about the cameras. Yeah. He's like, hey, oh, hey. He's got like tweezed eyebrows within an inch of their life. A spray tan and a constant peace sign and a pursed lips for the cameras. He loves them. He loves <laughs> yeah, the cameras. He'll, he'll fit in just fine here. Yeah. So then Dolores goes, you know what? Does anyone want to walk in on this and just get destroyed? We all know what we sign up for. And Teresa, Teresa finds any way just to go after Margaret. She goes, yeah, well, does anyone want? She's like, well, you're not always getting destroyed unless other people try to. Other people who always got to have dinner, huh? Like that one over there, huh? 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 I didn't destroy Louie. Nah, you didn't destroy him, but you tried. (laughs) No, no one tried. Okay, no one tried to destroy Louie. It's ridiculous. (laughs) All right, back to, you know, back to the riveting conversation. Would he do the show? Yes. Any chance of wedding bells? Are there chances of wedding bells? Who knows? That was two questions. But you know what? Sometimes you got to break your own rules. So next year it might be you with the big rock. Next year, will I have a big rock? Listen, this is a great place to take a break. Hey, you're reading my card. Well, get on with it. Seriously. What are you going to ask about my my fucking alligator bread next? I mean, we're done here, right? Jesus. Uh, I would have brought some alligator bread here, but guess what? It's at David's. Who would have thought? (laughs) So, Teresa, recently Rihanna said, Teresa resonates as a mom. I'm going to be a mom just like Teresa is a mom. Rihanna. Rihanna. Seriously. I mean, okay, it's officially time to check on Riri, okay? Get a hold of your damn self over there, Rihanna, okay? You've gone too far. Rihanna, you've, like, literally never done anything wrong in, like, the 20 years you've been in pop culture. You've been kind of, like, amazingly always just, like, resilient and wonderful. You've never had a bomb. You make a... You make... Fenty, it takes over the world. You've never done anything wrong. And then this... This is what you give us? You don't even. This is what you get. Your look up to Teresa Judice, and now I'm talking like Jackie Mason. What's happening? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Rihanna, rethink, rethink, Rihanna, rethink Anna, okay. rethink Anna, please, yeah. please, Rihanna, because we know obviously she's listening. So um, then we get my favorite section. If being a kid in New Jersey is a trial by fire, these kids were all charred and feathered like a bunch of witches in the center of an 1800s town. Can we get a clip of all the children being burned alive? Thanks. Uh, so it's like, the I don't know where that was going, but I was like, what is he talking about? Um, then we get a kid's clip, and after, I'm an eagle! <laughs> I, yeah. I just checked out. I was like, you know what? I'm going to cut my toenails. So yeah. Ben can have fun with this part. We only need the eagle part. So then there's some questions <laughs> about like how how did Jackie's kids like camp? Hey. Uh, and then uh, it's like Teresa's triggered all over again. You judging me? Your kids have been to camps. No, Teresa, an actual camp for children. Yeah, yeah. well, they shouldn't be committing the crimes if they don't know the times. All right. <laughs> And then there's this random thing that I didn't even know about until this reunion. It was like, Jennifer, you criticized Margaret for sending her kids away to sleepaway camp. Why do you think giving your kids an awesome experience is a sign of bad parenting? And then we see a headline. The headline says, Jennifer Aiden slams Margaret Joseph's parenting, criticizes Margaret because she put her kids in camp so that she could spend summers in the Hamptons. Like, literally, that's the best thing I've ever heard. Like, why would you ever criticize that? That is genius. 
genius. Why do you think sleepaway camps are there? I mean, why yes, is Jennifer's exactly. like is is her world so limited that she doesn't realize that there could be fun outside of Paramus? Like, I feel like if she knew that there were fun places beyond the mall down the hill, she might actually put her kids somewhere so that way she can go to them. Yes, and also the um, the the campus for the parents. Like the parents need a fucking break. Okay, period. My mom would be like, "Listen, you don't want to go to fat camp. Well, I want to go to wine club. <laughs> so you're going to fat camp. Bye." Yeah. Like that's just it, you know. And I had, I mean, I wouldn't say fun. Um, actually, yeah, I was traumatized. But the point is, for <laughs> most of the kids, it's built kids for most kids. Yeah, to go have fun, and it's easy for someone like Jennifer to say, "I'm just a better mother because I like to stay home. I just want to be with my kids." No, you fucking don't. You've got two nannies on your schedule. So that's you have nannies. Other people have camp. Okay, don't poor shame everybody else. 18 toilets and Paramus. <laughs> I know. I think this means that Jennifer has nothing going on in her life because when if she sends her kids off to camp, she realizes she just has to sit. She just has to sit there with a bunch of gray furniture from Z Gallery and like face the emptiness of what's going on in her world. So <laughs> that's just my that's my on that's my my impromptu theory. But I feel pretty good about it. You know, camp, camp, camp is great yeah. unless you're being traumatized. So well, uh, I mean, sleepaway camp. Mine was like super religious, so it was yeah. like okay, and well, you know, arts and crafts, and then prayer hour. It's like oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake, you know. And then we, I had fat camp for Jesus, and I had sex camp for Jesus. Like I learned about dick at Jesus camp. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there was just things that just crossed at camp that I just. It was traumatizing for me, but other camps sounded fun. Because trust yeah. me, I would ask everybody about other camps. I'm like, so were there any other camps? And they're like, in hell. <laughs> in hell there are i went to a performing um, arts yeah. camp in the, in the adirondacks so it was definitely not very jesus-y at all oh, it was fuck <laughs> off. actually it wasn't a performing arts camp the first year but the second year they rebranded to that but i remember like it was literally like it was like such a camp that in retrospect it's like of course i went to this camp like i remember there was like one of like the drama counselors was best friends with an opera singer named carol vanessa and she would come up on the weekends and like practice opera and i would sit there and listen to her singing opera <laughs> of course i would do that like of course oh, yeah. this is my summer experience but it was great you know it shaped my games yeah. god i wish that was my summer anyway camp right so yeah. um margaret's like um you know but because uh Something about, oh, Andy goes to Margaret. He's like, so, Margaret, you have stepkids, they still hate your guts? What's that about? And she's like, you know what? We have, between us, we've got six children, and only one of them hates me currently. So, and you know what? She's, she really is on Team Big Whale. So, you know, what can I say? And Jen's like, well, you know, kids are resilient. They can go to therapy. And she's like, oh, you know what? You were in shock when you, you were crying. Okay, we were all in shock. And I was just trying to comfort you. That's all. I was just trying to say kids are resilient. Okay? Like, what do you want? <laughs> yeah and she's like you know it just didn't land well okay it just it was i'm sorry it didn't it just didn't it didn't land well okay i'm sorry so then like whales um, actually <laughs> yeah come to think of it i'm really still traumatized by that that fucking whale lawsuit okay <laughs> i'm never gonna let it go i literally cannot even eat red vines after what vineyard vines did to me okay it's a lot not even twizzlers <laughs> not even a cousin not even a competitor okay so mm -hmm. um so then we learn about um <laughs> We're talking about start talking about Gia because Teresa went with Gia to her 22nd birthday on a yacht in Miami or something like that or the Bahamas. And um, and then Andy starts asking about Gia being concerned about Louie. 
And so Teresa's like, well, you know, like she was concerned because like it was the first guy I was with after Joel. So she just like wanted to make sure everything was okay. And Andy's like, so it wasn't the stuff that was on the internet already? She goes, no, not none of that. <laughs> she goes, because she said on the show it was the stuff on the internet, <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> and they show Gia being like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there on the internet that I'm a little concerned about, ma. <laughs> Uh, she's like, ah, no, it's because it's the first guy since Joe, right? <laughs> and um, she's like, yeah, but the only reason it was even out there in the first place is because Margaret put it out <laughs> there. Everything. everything. It's like, hey, Teresa, we're on break right now. Do you want a Snapple? I don't know, because you know what? Last time I heard, she went after Wendy the Snapple lady. That was Margaret who ruined it. It's like, whoa, well, like, how did this come become to the Snapple question turn into Margaret? Yeah, and he's like, uh, the stuff was out before the TV show even started shooting, Teresa. And she's like, but nobody knew about it, Andy. Yeah. He's like, yeah, they did. Yes, they did. So Jim's like, well, the exes are the ones putting it out there because they're bitter. And they're like, oh my God, these exes just really want to bury this guy. Also, we didn't mention earlier that when they asked Dolores if her if David was really dating one of Louis's exes, that Melissa and Jen were like, oh yeah, but it's not one of the crazy. It's not one of the crazy ones. Yeah, it's not those crazy thirsty exes. Uh, the show really, really love, gets classy, doesn't it? My I, God, I know. If you have like eight crazy exes, I feel like at a certain point, it's like maybe they're not the crazy ones. So yeah. Teresa's like, um, basically, so like, it goes, yeah, like, the, the, the exes, why do they hate this guy so much, right? And so she's like, because he's dating Teresa Judice. And she stands up and starts twirling around in this dress that she can't even fucking walk in. Mm-hmm. And she's like twirling around and, she, and she's going, Mira, Mira, I know who's the fairest of them all, right? You know that that's the evil queen who says that line, yeah. right? What are you I, quoting? And you also made yourself the wall. Quiet so, down over there, blow white. Blow okay? white. Okay? Nobody's buying it. So, uh. Um, it's just Jen back at the mirror, like, You are, baby. <laughs> you are. So Margaret's like, Wow. 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 And then Teresa's like, Well, maybe if you were dating, maybe Margaret Joseph, this wouldn't be happening. I don't know. And then even Jen's like, Okay. All right, Teresa, calm down, baby. Calm down. And Margaret's like, You know what? You are so. Pompous. It's so, so pompous. And Andy just like looks down on his notes and he's like, wow, this is more exhausting than normal. Oh my God. You know what I really like watching lately? Um, there's something called passenger shaming <laughs> on yeah. Instagram. And it's just about terrible people on planes. You know those videos you see on the internet of people just being awful and they're getting dragged off the plane? And they just won't listen to reason and they're just yelling at everybody on the plane like, fuck you! You know? That's Teresa. Teresa, it's like 13 years of passengers. That's what <laughs> Teresa is. 13 years of COVID plane behavior. You know, yeah. it just never fucking stops with her. Yeah, it's it, that's a very good, that's an apt comparison. Someone so now we're dragged. going to um, the anorexia segment, um, which I'm only calling it that to make this point. The commercials. And he's like, right after these messages, we'll be talking about anorexia. 
And it goes right to Britney doing her Nutrisystem commercial, oh, straight into again. a lap band commercial. <laughs> I was like, guys, like, can we at least plan our messaging a little bit better than this? I mean, Jesus Christ. We're yeah. going from anorexia to lap band, where you can literally only eat a spoonful of food. I'm not saying a lap band is anorexia. I'm just saying, like, if you don't want to trigger me about eating disorders, maybe place those in a different place. Yeah. Okay. Is there no Trolls movie coming out? <laughs> no, the Trolls are uh, they're having their own issues right now. So, uh, and I don't know what that even meant. <laughs> I just, I, I like to think that trolls are like. I'm glad you said like, that because I was going to Google trolls. You know, like. No, just imagine yeah. trolls just like reeling from the repercussions of fame. Like, <laughs> I got my own eating disorders now. So, yeah. um, uh, so then anyway, so now we have Jackie talking about her eating disorder, her struggling, her, her struggles and her, her, you know, her recovery. It's a really interesting segment. I actually thought it was very sad. Very sad, but hopeful too, because she's on the up and up. She just talks about like she's she's out of the danger zone with her health. She's um, more open about how she eats. She's not like she threw out all her measuring spoons. She she talks about how she would only eat two meals a week in front of other people, and if she had to go out more than two times, she would split those meals in half. Very sort of like it's very sad to know that she was living in this like prison, you know, in, inside, you know, inside her head in many ways, but like really great to hear that she's on the up and up. I, I am really appreciative of her sharing this entire journey on the show very candidly. And I actually think it was like very fascinating and I would have loved to have seen even more of it. Mm, I had an, I mean, it was a nice story, but yeah, I had, I don't need to see more of it. I'm, I'm one of those who's like, no, nothing real. Thank you. Well, I, I mean, know this you is just called the real housewives. Camp, so naturally it's probably like, it probably hit some, some notes for you that, you know, a, yeah, a little more, I don't, yeah, I don't like, need more, more, uh, food segments. Uh, so Andy's like, so it must have been frustrating to see Teresa fat shame Margaret, right, Jackie? And she's like, no one should fat shame anyone ever, Andy. And Jen's like, oh, come on, you tweeted something about if you watch what you eat, you won't have to get lapo every week. And then we see the clip of the tweet that's like, well, if you watch what you eat, you probably wouldn't have to get lipo every week. Well, I mean, damn, that Jen is really good at regurgitating I know, I, those tweets. I thought so, too. I was like, damn, her memory is so good. Like, I can't remember things from a day ago. I'm like, she is ready for that. But she yeah, probably she's got the memory of an elephant. Right? And and then, Jen, then Jen's like, you know what? Well, because Jackie said, well, I said that because you were making comments about me. So then Jen goes, it's like, well, you were talking about me. You were saying that I fell on the floor because I'm no lightweight. I'm no lightweight. And then we see a clip of like Margaret talking on like the, some one of the after shows where she said, you know what? Like, God, she's such a lightweight. We had to peel her off the floor. and uh, she had, We had to feel, peel her off the floor and she's no lightweight. You know what I'm saying? And so, <laughs> so Jen's all upset. But Margaret's like, lightweight means you can't hold your alcohol, Jennifer. There was not fat shaming Jennifer, which it was. You know, it was like an obvious weight joke. And Teresa's like, yeah, well, whatever she says goes then. Whatever she says goes. And Marge is like, she, but she fat shamed me. And it was very, very clear. Teresa's was very clear. And Teresa goes, what I say? What I say? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Well, that my ass wouldn't jiggle in the leggings that you have. And, and then he goes, and also that you never miss a meal. Margaret never misses a meal. Remember when he said that? Uh, so then Teresa goes, Okay, I take that back. Sorry about that. But the leggings, <laughs> I structured them so they'll make your ass look amazing, which isn't easy because it jiggles so much because it's so big, full of fat, and all the dinners you never miss, huh? 
Yeah, and if you took it that way, I'm sorry. And Marge was like, I didn't take it that way. The whole world took it that way, Teresa. She's like, you, yeah, well, you know what? You ruined my life, my night, so thanks for that. And she's like, no, you ruined your night. <laughs> you ruined your night. No, you ruined your night. You ruined your night. You ruined it. You did. You did. You did. You. You. You did. You did. And he's like, Jesus Christ, please, you guys. And Teresa finally gets that this is just a parrot segment. So she goes, all right, keep it going. It's like it takes Teresa five minutes to realize what's happening. <laughs> so, then, so then Teresa's like, all right, fine. And Margaret's like, <laughs> you know, the reunion laugh she does. And then she goes, yeah. Teresa goes, you're a digger. <laughs> yeah. And, she's like, and then I'm not a digger. You are a digger. I'm not a digger. You are. I'm not. You're a digger. You are. I'm not. You're a digger. You are. I'm not. You're a digger. And then Andy goes, okay, well, we are talking about eating disorders. You're like, oh. it's like, oh, that's right. This this, this moment of the, like, you ruined your night. You ruined your night. It's like, been like the funniest thing. And it's been all over the internet for the past two weeks. And I never would have thought that this was right in the middle of Jackie's, like, very serious eating disorder segment. But, you know, there it is. So, uh, so she's like, well, I mean, I guess everything just comes out on your lap then, right, Margaret? And she's like, no, it comes right up on the internet, Teresa. And Andy's like, okay, okay, we're not even talking about this right now. I mean, you understand how those comments could land poorly, Teresa? Yeah, so can fat people, am I right? <laughs> Okay, you know what? Branding 101, okay? Don't fat shape me a customer or put a whale on your leggings, okay? Branding 101. You think you know everything! Commercials, here comes one right now. So then Teresa just starts screaming, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, over and over again at Marge. And, um, yeah, I mean... It's more Teresa. It's like this whole reunion is Teresa just screaming, shut the fuck up. Mostly at Marge. Yeah. So Andy's like, welcome back. Toe from Jam says, Jennifer, every year you get more plastic surgery. Do you think you're sending the wrong message about body positivity? How should you even be able to ask that on a housewife show? I mean, just the asking of that question. Like, how dare you, sir? You, yeah. this whole channel is... A negative message to body positive. What the fuck are you talking about? There isn't one person on this show who doesn't look like Chuck E. Cheese at this point. <laughs> it's true. This is definitely a network that loves to glamorize every surgery, every enhancement, every vampire injection and cryo something and clamshell armpit cold hot treatment whatever so so jennifer's like listen no i'm not i'm not doing that i'm not i'm not i'm not sending the wrong message about body positivity mister because i had five children and 18 toilets and so i say it's solid i think it's a solid to say that if i have a tummy tuck i'm allowed to have a tummy tuck and of course i was breastfeeding children so of course i had breast implants i didn't know we got smell all those stinky kids i gotta have a nose job okay and then i get so sad people say chin up so i gotta get a chin implant it all makes sense it's all body positivity baby yeah she left the chin part out she's like you know i just don't think that's excessive Andy. she unzips her face and like puts <laughs> squeezes in a second nose is that a second nose on your face <laughs> you have smell the kids and see if you have to smell the same andy 
so then Andy's like, well, you mentioned to me that you're quitting plastic surgery. She goes, as of right now, I mean, there's nothing left to do, Andy. I mean, I like my butt. It's big enough. All I have left is a fourth breast. Yeah, because there's a third one on my back right now. And I don't know. Maybe I'll just move my, my legs around to different parts of my body. I don't know, Andy. Yeah, it's easy to say you're quitting something when it's done, right? Like, I finished a bag of peanut M&M's. So I'm like, I'm quitting. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, what are you going to do now? Eat the rug? Like, you're done. It's over, okay? You didn't quit. You don't get a fucking parade for quitting peanut M&M, sir. Yeah. So Andy's like, Jen and Marge have fought for years, uh, but this year, charges of hypocrisy were hypocrisy, hypocritical, and hypocrisy, hypocrisy. I'm going to try to say it as many times as we've heard that word the first Half of this season hypocrisy. Anybody? And Jen knows that her this is her segment, obviously, and so her veins start. You know when Jen knows she's about to start fighting, and her veins start popping out. She's like the Hulk. She's like a Botox Hulk because you see the veins trying to pop out, but they can't. So her skin just does like a little. You see something happening. I'm like, I know those are veins, but it's like three parts of the forehead just start bulging out. You know? Yeah, it's like when the alien's about to pop off, pop out in aliens, yeah. but never really quite <laughs> yeah. gets out there. The alien's like, excuse me. Yeah. So um, Andy's like, so we got a lot of viewers who were so impressed with how you owned it immediately. Actually, it was just really one viewer from Beverly Hills named Misa Mina. <laughs> well, I wonder who that is. And Jen's well, like, if you're going to come for me, at least come correct it. And Andy's like, well, was Bill mad about you not denying the affair? Or was he mad that he had to deal with it? She's like, he wasn't mad at all. He just doesn't speak. That's what he does. I know him, though, and he's highly embarrassed, Andy. He feels like no words can really justify it. At this point, he just knows his guilt is charged. Well, Elaine from Boozler says it's extremely frustrating how you and your mother deflect from Bill's infidelity, but rather than rather than focus on Margaret bringing it, on, bringing it all up, he made the choice, and you choose to hide it. And she goes, oh, Bill did what he did, and I was mad at him, and I forgave him. And then when she did what she did, I was mad at her, and I forgave her. See, look, I have lyrical parallelism. Something like that. Anyway, ah, it's a process. I don't just Listen. jump to it. But nobody would have should have would have known about it without Margaret. Go get it, Teresa. Yeah, she brought it up. She was trying to ruin everyone. Yeah. She's the bringer upper. She's like the opposite of the bounty towel, all right? She's the bringer upper. <laughs> And Andy's like, well, you know, the rule in Housewives is if you've got something to hide, do not come on a reality show. And Jen, Jen's like, but we discussed it, and I wasn't going to forego something. I wasn't going to forgo on something I wanted for a mistake he made. This was the first time I did something for me. And he was nervous, so I knew it could be a thing. But he said, if it comes up, we'll just deny, 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 Andy. And then I said, no, I can help people. I can bring depression scratches to the world <laughs> yes she's i mean <laughs> i mean they did kind of it was her first season right when there was all i think margaret was the one who suggested in the first season that bill was like up to something in the pool house right and they did deny it back then so hey how are the kids dealing with all this huh and she's like well 
Justin had no reaction, but I know you don't care about Justin because I honestly have been on the show for about four or five years and no one even really knows who Justin is. But we didn't want to talk about it. And Gabby was heartbroken, but kids learn by example. So I just had to spend some time with her gay uncle and she came back singing show tunes and I was like, she's set for life. And then, I don't know, like, I just wanted to show that mommy and daddy are okay. We just suppress our memories and move forward, okay? And get chin implants. Everything's great, Andy. <laughs> So now the kids are okay. Would you call them resilient? Oh. So Andy's like, so uh, Melissa, you said in the press that infidelity is tricky. She's like, um, I'm Melissa and I'm married to Joe. So, yeah. <laughs> if I have to leave somebody for infidelity, could you imagine? You Joe has probably fucked up one of the little horses outside the grocery store. Like, yeah. you don't know what that guy's going to stick it in. What, are you going to leave him every time it leaves his pants? Hey, by Probably a sh- not. By a show of hands, who thinks infidelity means the end of the marriage? So Jackie raises her hand, but so does Teresa, which was surprising. But Teresa's like, yeah, Teresa. Oh, yeah. Teresa, super stander upper against infidelity, as we've seen for the past decade on this show. Yeah, she's like, that's just my opinion. I mean, to each his own. I mean, listen, you know, like, actually, I I kind of think that, like, once they're cheating, it's not so much that the marriage is over. It's more like it goes on for six more years, and maybe each of you goes to jails and everything, and then finally it ends after that point, you know? I'm like, remember the scene in Napa? My my cup fitness wife over there, huh? My cup fitness wife. So, Melissa, I see you're still saying Jennifer's being fake. How can you say that? This season, she's not authentic when she's been so sweet this season. And today, we're seeing her true colors as being not sweet at all. I just don't get where the fakeness comes in. And Melissa's like, well, she did an article saying I'm fake. I love that the argument, especially on Jersey, I mean, it's like this really for like every reunion type show, but especially on Jersey, every answer, it's like, you did something wrong. How do you feel about that? They did it first, Andy. Yeah. They started it. That's the biggest argument in this show. And Melissa does that. She goes, well, I think if we roll back to the beginning, you know, it was you. I think you can both agree that it was you who started the shit between us. Is it fair to say that? Of course, Jennifer's never going to agree to that, right? And he's like, but you got, yeah, Jennifer, you called her crooked. She goes, can we talk about the crooked? Do you have a few minutes? Okay, hold on one second. And she pulls out these big printouts from behind the sofa. And he's like, whoa, I talk fast, Andy. Don't worry. I can stop my presentation right now. Okay. So look, on May 19th, I woke up looking like this, Exhibit A. <laughs> it's just like a photo of her, like, in, like, <laughs> plastic. It's little. like, she's like, <laughs> it's just like a bruise out from gauze, you know, because she's just had face surgery. And she's like, I woke up looking like this, Andy. And Jen's like, and I had to wake up to their responses. And Joe was saying, you go, baby. And Margaret was saying, you go get a girl. How do you think that made me feel? <laughs> and Melissa's like, well, you're on a show called Real Housewives of New Jersey. Sorry, that's how it goes. Yeah, which was interesting. It was sort of like a moment of like, listen, sorry, I have to sort of, I, I had to do, I had to go in on you because that's part of what we have to do during the off season. Like we have to fight on on social media. So Jen's like, that's fine. And so I retaliated with my post. And so she pulls out a shot, like the Instagram post of her sitting in a chair being like, crooked, crooked, crooked. And he's like, wow, <laughs> this is like a dead talk. Wow, it's almost done. I talk really fast, mister. Real fast, mister. 
They're just both so full of it. Because Jen goes, the next one is a post with my caption. And so Melissa comes to my page. And Melissa goes, well, that's the way it goes. It's called social media war. Yeah, exactly. Which is why your husband is being called a bitch boy. Because he's fighting in the social media war. Why is it okay for you to do all of this stuff? You fucking hypocrite. So uh, she's like, but... That's my response to her response. But that was a response to your response of the reunion response, which was a response to you at the reunion, which was responding to you. It's all like you started it. And uh, she's like, uh, well, this is my response. We all saw Crooked Family. I've got it real big. So that wouldn't have been said if this hadn't been said, okay? I was attacked. I was attacked, Andy. Look at my face. He's like, they didn't attack up? your face. Do you want a close-up? <laughs> I will say I do think Jennifer won this one because <gasps> Melissa being like, I think if you roll back, you would see that you started this. And it's like, actually, Melissa started it. And then she's like, well, it's a social media war. I mean, that part doesn't count because it was a war. Like, you're the one who's it's like, well, Jen Melissa got you. is saying Jen started it because Jen, Melissa made the post, but she made the post based off of what happened at the reunion because Jen was saying all this mean stuff at the reunion. But, the, you know, it's like this is why you can't have a you started it fight because you have to go back to the beginning of time on these shows to see who started it, you know? Yeah, but either way, well, Melissa Which was, was making it sound like Jen said crooked in a vacuum. Um, and she may have said in a vacuum, like an actual physical vacuum, like, you're crooked, you're crooked. But it was actually Melissa who, like, started with the Instagram shit. So, um, so. Jen, well, she started, she started, yeah, she started in the venue that they're talking about. I mean, I guess it's like she started the fight at the Denny's. Yeah. <laughs> like the fight had been going on. It was like commenting on the reunion that was currently airing. Yeah. So Melissa's like, oh, so she, okay, so she wants us to look at her elective surgery and feel bad, huh? And Jen goes, true, but I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. And he's like, well, you know, they didn't actually attack your face. That was really just the people on the internet, but actually not your castmates, surprisingly enough. And she goes, I was heavily on pain meds and a lot of pain, Andy. I was. (laughs) And he's like, I mean, Melissa's like, okay, you know what? I posted that because I was watching the reunion and you were rolling your eyes every time my husband and I got talking about one little thing for like two seconds. And you were like, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you're so selfish. So now, yeah, your point is, your point comes up, which is that actually now we go back to the reunion and see that Jennifer was the asshole first there. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just like you can never, like, don't choose sides and stupid. Okay, it's all stupid. So then Andy's like, Buffalo for mozzarella is tasteless. Fight me, says Margaret. Cheating on somebody is different than being cheated on. Why would you compare your situation to being a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater to Jen being cheated on? And Marge is like, let me explain this, okay? You know what? She blames men. She blames women for men's behavior. So you know what? I was the worst, but Bill was the worst as, as well. Okay, and Jen's like, well, I just want to be clear. When did I say that Margaret's a horrible person? I only criticized what she actually did. And Margaret's like, oh, I don't know, Jen. Okay, I'm a liar. I'm a whore. You motherfucked people. I mean, come on, Jen. <laughs> you were horrible to me with all of that stuff. But I never said you were horrible. Just a, just a total flagrant slut. And so Teresa goes, well, yeah, you know what? Jennifer's got a sharp tongue. Just like you, Margaret Joseph, spread lies around ten of fly, Margaret Joseph. And she's like, okay. Melissa's like, okay, you know what? When you live in a glass house that you barely paid for or really didn't pay for at all, okay, with that specific subject, why hammer it down her throat? 
that what she did that what she did with her husband was so you know with what she did with her husband you know why do that i also i love of course melissa says starts with a when you live in a glass house but doesn't finish the metaphor it's like get to the rock part melissa i know when you live in a glass house you shouldn't have hammers down your throat it's like wow thanks (laughs) melissa um and jen's like a lot of people have secrets and she goes, yeah, but why hammer down her throat then? And she's like, because she was bragging about it. He said Joe had to wash the stench of you off his body so his wife doesn't find out. <sighs> and Margaret's like, oh, my God, I cracked a joke, for Christ's sake. Well, his kids see that. It's like, oh, my God, Jennifer, can we stop with the kids see that? Any real housewife should be fucking embarrassed to have yeah. children, okay? And I can guarantee you any child is embarrassed that they have a real house mother. Every kid is made fun of for it. And every dumb shit thing they do is made fun of at school, okay? You, like Marge says, were fall down drunk many times telling people off, telling them to fuck off, and going online and doing all this shit. All your children are embarrassed. Also, when we see the footage of Margaret saying that, she was not bragging about the situation. Basically, Melissa was like, the first time I had sex with Joe Gorga, there were rose petals everywhere. And Margaret's like, yeah, but the first time I had sex with Joe Benino, he had to take a shower and said, I don't want to smell like you. My wife will find out. She was actually deprecating like that. It was such a non-romantic kind of like grimy kind of situation, right? Like it was not her being like, I stole the man. It was not that at all. But of course, Jennifer sees it that way. Well, I get it. You know, like if someone's like, oh, my God, my husband was married and we were cheating the whole time. So he had to take a shower to hide it from the wife. Isn't that funny? Like, I mean, I can imagine telling that to a group of married people is not going to go over that well, you know, but but it wasn't bragging. At the same time, Jen you know, is going around like, I'm sorry, I just don't relate to people who've had affairs. It's like, really? Because you relate to one like literally every night at home, you know? Yeah. Or it's kind of, you're both right and you're both wrong at the same time. She's less offended by the person who went to jail for fraud than she is by Margaret, who just is like living her own life. So Margaret's like... um, Well, she wasn't affected by fraud yet. Yet. So... So, um, she's, so, so Margaret's basically like, listen, I cracked a joke because it was an awkward thing. I never said the word stench either, okay? I did not use the word stench, okay? Hey, well, you say Jennifer needs to own her behavior, but you, uh, but you haven't, haven't you also called her a concubine, her sister a mail-order bride, and mocked her lip liner? And Margaret's like, yes, I did. I made very funny jokes. Okay, let's be honest. Those were all hilarious every single time I said one of those. You're welcome. I mean, monkey's asshole, that, that was a classic. And I don't know if any of you have seen the, um, the, uh, bench in Tenafly Park that says, monkey's asshole, that's for you, Joe. <laughs> and has a little finger pointing to heaven. You know? It was classic. Yeah. And you know I didn't mean anything bad about it because when I said the thing about a male to bride, I was holding a little baby in my hand for some reason, okay? So don't worry. It was all came from a good place. Yeah, I mean, yes, those are tasteless jokes she made. But, like, are we going to bring up every single tasteless thing? I mean, we're going to be here all day. You know what I mean? Like, how many seasons? There needs to be a rule on, like, how, like, when things expire in Housewives World. Well, I'll tell you one thing that did expire. Apparently, Jennifer being a self-proclaimed comedian. That's just what I am. I'm a comedian, baby. I crack jokes. You know, I'm a funny person. And people just don't get the jokes, baby. So, apparently, that career has been left by the, you know, the side and the sidelines she's no longer in the world of comedy 
and can't compete with Joe. Okay. Mm. So uh, Andy's like, so why do you? Oh, and Melissa's like, oh, wait. So now we're sensitive to mail order bride compared to slut, whore, and your mother is a whore. Are we all the same right now? Sweet baby Jesus. Mm. And Andy's like, well, why do you hate the woman who cheated with your husband, but not your husband? Is that a fucking trick question? Why do I hate the woman who cheated with my husband? Are you fucking kidding me? I hate the woman who cheated. Well, I would hate the woman who cheated with my husband. Not that I would be with a husband or a straight one. But still, of course she's going to hate the woman who cheated with the husband. And she's like, yeah, well, I'm married to him and I stayed with him. I don't know this bitch. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? And Margaret's like, you know what? You wrote to the pharmaceutical company to get her fired. And Jeff is like, hey, do it again. And Margaret's like, but she could have had a family. She could have had children. You could have ruined her career. And Teresa's like, yeah, but she was going with a married man. She was going with a married man. I love when they like break out like the 1950s slang. Yeah, she was going, huh? They were steady for a bit, huh? So Margaret's like, let she me. She was sock hopping with a married man. <laughs> I'm firmly team Tree and Jen on this one. I mean, I think this is rude. To be like, well, that poor woman had a family. She had a, she was fucking a married guy, okay? If you're going to be fucking, look, and we've all had mistakes in our past. So I'm not like totally stoning anybody here for it. But like, look, if I'm fucking a married guy and then the wife or husband comes after me for it and tries to ruin my life, I'm not going to sit there and act shocked about it. Yeah, but I think Margaret's, Margaret's ultimate point is that basically... Bill continues on with like an illustrious she's with an illustrious career, but her career not is really. ruined. <laughs> not at this point, he doesn't. You know, so because using that argument, why is it okay for you to go after Bill and ruin, you know, his career and his life? You know, the way she's standing up for this woman who cheated. I don't know. This is iffy for me. Well, Margaret's like, you know what, you know what, you're always saying it's the woman, that I was the worst, and Jennifer goes, it's the person, if it was a guy, I'd do the same thing, if, if, theoretically, Bill was sleeping with a man, I, I mean, I could never really imagine that, but if it were to happen, theoretically, I would go after him the same exact way, I would take all his Madonna and share CDs and burn them in a pot, baby. All right. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I'm firmly not on that team because I think like she shouldn't, I don't think Marge should be like shamed for the rest of her life. And I don't think Jen had any right to be shaming Margaret. And I was firmly team Margaret on that whole thing. But I think the whole question of like, um, why not be just as mad at the man? Like, obviously she worked it out with a man. She wasn't married. It's like, you're not supposed to be mad at the, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why I'm so hung up on this either. It's really. fine. It's, it's Bravo. I'm getting tripped up. I will say that <laughs> I do think, I, of course she should be mad at like everyone all of the above by the way be mad at both of the people who, who partook in this but I think like I think that the I think that the lion's share of the anger should go towards the person who's in your relationship in this case the husband and I think yeah I guess I just don't see why Marge doesn't see that obviously Jen is gonna hate Margaret for being the other woman when Jen was the other woman like it's obvious like no, projection yeah, of her wish... own problems onto Margaret and Margaret says that later on I mean in like about two minutes she's like you know what it all would have been solved if you just said I'm projecting I think it's very clear that clear the reason why that Jen came so hard for Margaret all these years is because this is a very sensitive subject and she was the other woman. And so like, of course, Jennifer would be completely triggered. And I think that's a hundred percent understandable, but I think it sort of also goes back to what I was sort of saying uh, during the summer house recap, which is that ultimately it always feels like the guys get their comeuppance sort of 
more privately and more it's like a, it's like a different kind of comeuppance than the women get um and you know i think that jen has all the right in the world to be furious with someone who like was an interloper in their family but it always feels like the more like aggressive anger goes towards the woman and then it's always like well and i told him i told him that night like you better like you know like you better not do this ever again and it is i do think that there's a a double standard in the um reprimands on bravo as far as we can see well yeah i mean i would agree with that i think my whole thing is just like marge marge always acts so surprised yeah that like why would you be so offended you know what I mean? Like she just acts like, "What? Like what did I? What could I well, possibly I think, have done here?" Well, Marvin and has it's a like, nuanced, "Come on now." She has a you know? she has a nuanced argument that's very difficult to get across, which is not that like I'm not. I think she's saying I'm not surprised that you're upset, but it annoys me that you're so angry at me, but not as angry at Bill. Although Jen ultimately has actually a pretty good response, which is like, "I'm married to Bill. <laughs> I'm married. I love him." So, like, from it's a different context, so that's understandable. But that's what that's what Margaret is. She's not. She's not taking away Jennifer's anger. She just doesn't understand why there are like two different responses to two different cheaters. Right. Um, so, well, yeah. And, and I think that's a hard you know, argument to make. Like Jen says, make. she's not married to Marge. She doesn't have to make an excuse for Marge. That's right. And, and and I think it's a hard argument to make on a reunion. It's a hard argument to make to the person who's been cheated on. And it's just a hard argument to make in general. It's like a requires, like, it's very easy for that argument to get misinterpreted. And we've seen Margaret just sort of, like, fail at making that well, argument. Well, I think so. Yeah. And I think my point is just the same as it was the very first second that Margaret brought this up on TV the way that she did bad timing because it's just put her in a situation that's like oh you're using this stuff against jen instead of really just letting jen be a villain and be evil and then letting it come up that way and being like well your husband cheated what's the big deal and that would have been such a big deal but margaret coming and still trying to fight about it it's like and make some like deeper point about it it's like eh, you were just probably wrong for doing that mm-hmm. and everybody being like but you're on tv and that's just how it happens of course people were gonna bring up your husband's affair the second you came on this season it's just like i mean that just feels icky it's like let's just wait till the first episode and then let's just hammer her with bill's affair you know it just it comes off icky and i wish marge's answer was a bit more like you know what i had a i had a situation where i was very angry at jen for the way she treated me all those years and i held this and then i used it against her vindictively i apologized to her for it profusely we cried together in a coffee shop over snickers creamer that i had to bring in my own purse thank you very much and that's it it's put to bed i'm sorry again jen that's it but for her to turn it again into this like you know it's the woman versus the man and this and this and that it's like no you just shouldn't have done that you know but that's kind of the new jersey way right it's like you started it yeah you started it so ultimately they wind up just like going after each other and margaret's like you know what we should have said you should have said years ago and we could have bonded we could have been so perfect you should have said margaret i am projecting which i don't know i don't know if jennifer jennifer's like i didn't know you i don't know if jennifer's obligated just to like declare that like margaret in Margaret's mind, she's like, if you got some shit in your past, get ahead of it. So that way you don't have to, it doesn't have to bother you. And I think she gets frustrated when people don't do that. And then it turns into a thing and then they all have to deal with it. And she's like, why don't people do what I do and just get ahead of it? So I think she gets frustrated when people don't do that. But that's ultimately, it's up to the person. It's not up to Margaret. 
And um, then they just start all yelling at each other. They just start like all screaming about the situation. And and Margaret's like, you know what? I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And Andy's like, stop, 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 stop. And Jen's like, I said one little thing, one little thing. And really, because Jen, by the way, keeps on minimizing the fact that she was actually really rude to Margaret. She was like, you stupid slut, gang. Like raccoon Well, face. see, that's the thing. That's what's annoying me about it is that Marge came into this season as the clear hero, right? Because Jen was just like, there was no doubt that Jen was just the monster this whole time before. Like, Jen has been vile to Margaret. She's been vile to her the whole time she's been on here. She's been judging her for her past mistake and throwing it in her face and doing all of this and, like, trying to not, trying to make her feel shame as much as, I mean, even making her mother feel shame as much as possible. Jen was clearly the villain, but you see how everything's been muddied now because of, how she did it it's like it's just sucks because now marge ends up being kind of a villain at the end of this only because of timing fucking jen i mean fucking yeah they show that clip and she's like she said he had to watch the stench off of her (laughs) she's like how dare you it's like but we've all said things on the after show and marge is like but that's a fucking thing right there and then andy stands up and screams shut up you're all talking and loses his shit and that was where the second episode left off so you guys thank you so much for being here and for watching our recap uh we'll have another crap is on demand uh tomorrow or whenever we air our recap of the real housewives of beverly hills premiere so keep an eye out for that that's uh this one and all of them are on patreon.com slash watch Thank you so much for being here. I'd love to hear everyone's thoughts on this, this very essential issue about Margaret versus Jennifer. Uh, thanks all. <laughs> that we've and- never talked about before. <laughs> totally new combo, guys. Yeah. Thanks for everyone for listening. We'll talk to you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila. She's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C. Dana Do, Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Wee McLovin, Karen McClellan. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. She's our queen, Marie Levine. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She's cheese on a bagel, it's Megan Ragel. Erica, 500 Days of Summers. The Incredible Edible Matthew Sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Paging Page Mills, Paging Page Mills. Give him hell, Miss Noel. She leaves us in stitches, it's Catherine Taylor. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Kristen, the Ruby Rubano. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. <laughs>